This is probably the 50th time we're, we're doing this. And my name is Jay, and this is our first time on air. I'm here with my friend and research partner, Aditi Rai. Hi, guys. <laughs> um, well, I decided to do a talk show based on different concepts of the world, if you know that makes any sense. The purpose of this channel is to bring ideas of any student to be heard. So if you feel like you have an idea or concept you would want to share with people in our school, you should feel free to come and talk to me, and perhaps you'll be joining me in my next radio show. Woo! Okay. So, Aditi and I, uh, what we're going to be talking about today is feminism. If you're in any way interested in feminism or want to know more about this questionable topic, you're probably listening to the right show. <laughs> probably. Gee. Well, Jay, do you want to give your brief opinionated definition of what feminism is? Definitely. Well, I think we should let the public know that there is no right or wrong answer to what a true feminist is. Mm -hmm. Just because there's so many definitions to this word, it's kind of controversial. Anyway, my definition of feminism is a belief that women should have equal rights to those of men. Right. But not only a belief, but also putting your beliefs into action. Uh, when I mean equal rights, I mean in the political, social, and economic sense. We kind of live in a world where, sadly, women are still seen as minorities, even this year. Um, it's as if this male-dominated world is something natural. Uh, anyways, like I was saying before, there's no true definition to uh, what a feminist is. Right. Like, there are some people who identify as feminists who wouldn't consider me a feminist because I'm a male and I don't know what it is to be a woman. But yeah, what do you, what's your definition? Well, Jay, I totally agree with you. I think your definition of feminism is exactly like mine. However, for the sake of this, um, for the sake of informing radio listeners and educating them in a non-biased kind of a form, mm -hmm. I feel as though we should explain the three main types of feminism. And which are those types of feminism? Well, I'll get to those in a second. Well, now our understand, uh, understanding of feminism is much more toned down yeah. because we believe feminism is equality of men and women in terms mm -hmm. of political, economic, and social outlook, like what you said. Yeah. So our type of feminism can be considered reformist or liberal. And that, by definition, means the movement towards the full equality of men and women should on issues be gradual and incremental, meaning we don't want to break off from the men just yet. <laughs> That's just a joke. But seriously, it means that we can solve a number of issues through legislation. Yeah. The other two kinds of feminism are radical feminism and social feminism. Radical feminism is exactly the over-exaggerated stuff that we hear yeah. all. But like... The bra burners, the, the people who, the women that don't shave because that's what society wants. <laughs> exactly. But, you know, like, to a certain extent, they're pretty accurate. Mm -hmm. um, uh, there's a more extreme form of radical feminism. It's called separatism. Yeah, separatism. Right. First time I'm pronouncing it right, guys. Um, and that's where women uh, believe that they should literally separate from the men. Wow, that's pretty hardcore feminism. Uh -huh. And so, which is the, the last uh, kind the of... Last form, thanks, the last uh, form, thanks, is social feminism, which in short recognizes the oppression of women and other oppression in society. Like radical feminism, social feminism recognizes the oppression of women in patriarchal society. Yeah, I, I have something uh, I can relate to about uh, patriarchal society. I think I became feminist because I was born into a patriarchal environment, which made me realize uh, the injustice women face, the patriarchal environment, it's basically like um, a, um, 
a society that's male dominated, right. like the father, the head of the family, the the one who brings money to the house, and the father who makes yeah, all the decisions. Yeah, exactly. Um, and I I have seen how some parents treat um, moms like they're second class citizens. And but mind you, not every family. Not is every, like that. definitely not every family. But we need to set an example for our children, like no, like end this uh, patriarchal uh, society. Um, after my parents divorced, my mom introduced me to the idea of feminism without wanting to, just because uh, she was so fierce and demonstrated uh, my siblings that women can also have power, that they can work as hard or even harder than men do sometimes. Definitely. So that was, she was such a great role model. <laughs> um, there have been a lot of inspirational feminists, without doubt. Um, would you want to share with uh, some of your inspirations, Atiti? No, Jay, I don't. <laughs> um, I think Gloria Steinman has Gloria to be, Steinman. hands down, the most wonderful woman, like, passionate woman on earth. Like, you know. She was really passionate about her family. She is co-founder of Miss Magazine, which started around the 1970s, I believe. Mm-hmm. Magazine, yes. um, she's a, an American feminist, a journalist, social, you know, activist in general. She's been starting from the late 60s to the early 70s and beyond. I mean, she's 80, I think 80, I mean 72, 80-ish right now. Um, and in 2005, she worked, she's co-founder of Women's Media Center. It's an organization that amplifies the voice of women in the media. She, like, she still serves on the board. And she's, she continues to involve involve herself in political and media affairs. I think that's... Yeah, um, I agree. I think uh, that Gloria Steinem is... There was a point in, in time where she was the definition of feminism. Definitely. Like, she just... The second wave of feminism, like I like to say. Uh, I think she's always going to be a feminist icon forever and ever. She's just going to be looked upon by other girls who... Look, uh, think she's an inspiration. Um, Who is your favorite inspirational feminist? Okay, this is going to sound really weird. <laughs> but I would say Susan B. Anthony. I know she, she didn't identify as a feminist. She wasn't all about like, oh yeah, feminism. She identified more as a suffragist. Like someone who wanted um, women to get, uh, to be able to vote. Um, I think it was until the 1910s women were disenfranchised. They weren't able to vote until 1919. Um, because of fighters like Miss Anthony, we were given uh, women were given the right. We were. <laughs> we, <laughs> women, women were given, given the, the right, right to vote. To vote. Um, their right yeah. to be heard. Um, the whole idea of voting, quote quote, legally was so radical and brilliant. So. I, I definitely think Susan B. Anthony is an inspiration. Uh, there's so many more. Um, uh, Emma Goldman, just so many. Uh, right now, we're going to leave you with a song called Double Dare You by a band, Bikini Kill. They were uh, a bunch of like teenage girls who wanted to uh, reform the punk rock movement in D.C. So they wanted to turn punk rock into something political. So their songs were about, like, feminism, radical feminism. Uh, Sometimes they would actually write songs about incest, which is, um, they would write songs about rape. Like, everything that has to do with, like, the struggles uh, women face. So this is Double Dare You by Bikini Kill. Is that supposed to be doing that?
Sorry. Okay, we're starting now. We're Bikini Kill, and we want revolution. Girl Storm different um strong powerful kinds of lyrics that she's saying yeah definitely um she was kind of mimicking like you got to listen to what the man says that was she wasn't obviously serious um but she's like making fun of the whole like oh man has the power uh i think when she she's yelling her lyrics and saying you're a big girl now um, you've got no reason not to fight. Yeah, exactly. You've got no reason not to fight. You're My favorite line is, you've got to know what they are for you can stand up for your rights. For your rights, exactly. Or you do have rights when she's yelling at, yelling that out. And when girls listen to this, it's totally empowering, ins- empowering and inspirational. They're, uh, I, I don't know if anyone heard of uh, Pussy Riot. It's uh, uh, another feminist band who spoke against uh, the Russian... Um, you know, church, they performed a song of punk prayer. They were inspired by Bikini Kill. It's it's awesome. Um, there have also been a lot of other people who identified as a feminist. Uh, John Lennon identified as a feminist. Uh, he had a song called um, Women is the Nigger of the World. But he gives a new definition to, you know, th- that derogatory term. Um, he just defines nigger in a new way. 
and Kurt Cobain. Also, we don't want to offend anyone, by the way. Um, it's he he does give a new definition to that word. Um, Kurt Cobain also had a song called "Rape Me," um, where he kind of talks about like um, the whole uh, idea, of, like the things women are like the struggles they face with rape, because that's something um, really, uh, something serious that happens to a lot of women. Even men, but... Yeah, yeah even women. men, yeah. But, um, okay, so we're going to move on to... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we're going to move on to the next question, which is, um, Aditi, why do you think feminism is considered a dirty word? Well, you know, I really don't think it should be considered a dirty it word. It shouldn't. I don't think it should either. Why do you think it's called... Uh, why do you think it's considered a dirty word, feminism? Well, I, in, in my opinion, I think feminism is uh, considered a dirty word because it is so often associated with these, like, so-called man-haters or bra burners or lesbians who don't want to shave. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> yeah. I can't take that seriously. I know. It's, it's such a joke. Like, this is... Uh, some people have... Uh, the idea that a feminist is like a lesbian who's like doesn't want to shave because this is what society wants. Or feminism is just women. Yeah. Or feminism is just women. Exactly. Um, when in reality it's not. That's just a stereotype. Feminists are just individuals who fight for the rights of women just to create equality. We don't want a separatist culture. Like we don't want to separate um, men from women. We just want equality. That's the basic reason. Um, of feminism, we want equality. General, yeah. Yeah, general uh, reason. Um, if some feminists come off as extreme or radicals, it's probably because they felt oppressed for so long. Um, I don't think they want to be superior to the male sex. I just believe that they want to um, be gain more their, equal. Gain the rights that they did not have. Yeah, exactly. Be more equal. Just, just have equality. Um, okay. And uh, what do you what do you think? What do you think uh, it's like? Well, feminism definitely encourages individuality. And feminists, feminism, like feminists in general, I like to say, presume, that um, they believe in that girls should be able to express themselves sexually and mm-hmm. without feeling any kind of shame. Yeah. Because females judge other females calling each other sluts. Yeah, that's something um, that goes on in a lot of, like, high school, even adults today. Slut shaming is not something uh, we're... That or, we encourage. Yeah, yeah, it's it's just demeaning. Like if when you hear a girl calling another girl this awful word, it's it's like you you both are girls. You should be standing up for each other. Especially when a man calls a woman that demeaning word, it's it's not right. And if they want to express themselves in the way that they dress, and you consider that a slut, I don't think you should be saying it mm-hmm. because we're just ex- like if that's how their personal style is, that's just how it is. Yeah, exactly. Um, uh, we're going to move on to our next question, which is, is, oh, which is the question of the freaking year. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, is feminism dead? That's the question here. I think we have to give like a, a, a moment just to like, let it sink in. Is feminism dead? Yeah. Think about it. Think about it. <laughs> um, well now that we gave like... <laughs> Two seconds to think about okay. that. Uh, what's, what do you think, Didi? I think that um, people are in some kind of an impression that feminism disappeared along with Susan B. Anthony and Gloria Steinem. Feminism is, 
feminism <laughs> is not dead, guys. It's not. It didn't die with them like years ago. It's still very much present now. There are so many experiences, situations of sexism in work, uh, anywhere in the street. Women still aren't getting paid exactly. The same amount. And did you know up until recently, it was very difficult for a woman to make major purposes, purposes, purchases, excuse me, <laughs> without the consent of her husband? I did not know that. Well, I mean, like, uh, anything major, like purchasing a car, she couldn't do. Wow. Um, well, I I would love to think that feminism femi- feminism is not dead. It's messing um, up on <laughs> um, Perhaps it's not as... Uh, roaring as it was in like the 70s or before but it's still out there um there's so much uh more to fight for women like i mentioned before women still aren't getting paid uh the same amount as men do even though they're doing the same job they make 77 cents to a dollar every man makes um activism is necessary if there's something that we have learned from living under a government is that sometimes our government will violate our rights, and that's why we must defend them. And if you're like, what's government have to do with this? Um, Well, I think the definition of government is um, the system by which any kind of community is governed. And sometimes our parents or or our dads can be governmental figures. And when they're, like, um, violating the rights of any kind of female, that we should stand up for them. Like, we we can't allow our siblings or or the brothers or your brothers or anything to treat you like a second-class citizen just because you're female. So that's what I mean by government. Um, I want... I know this is like... We we haven't rehearsed this part, but Mm -hmm. I'm just curious. Like, it's so different in, like... We're talking about this in America and the U.S., but how is it, like, in other countries, you know? Yeah, exactly. There's that 14-year-old girl who got shot for, like, for, um... In uh, the Middle East, just because she wanted to stand up for women's rights. Yeah, I, I, I am. She's fourteen, guys. She's uh-huh. like, we have to pray for her. She's, she's amazing. And she made a change. She was, she. A lot of people were like, they supported her. Her and she got a lot message. of attention for internationally. Did. So you know, um, you should look that case up. Um, anyway, I went to a conference not too long ago uh, where there was a seventeen-year-old high school feminist activist who started a. a a petition in change.org to have a woman moderator in the 2012 elections. 17 years Yeah, ago. and we got uh, two two women moderated. Um, one was Candy Crowley and I don't know the other lady. You for haven't the vice, researched her I, yet? I didn't <laughs> for the vice presidential debate. Um, Candy Crowley, that was one, uh, who did, you know, the presidential uh, debate. Uh, and to have a woman moderator, that's so awesome. Um, it's... It's, it's really inspiring. It's a small step, but it makes such a big difference to know that a woman can question these two really strong male candidates who are going to be presidents. Um, she did a really good she, job, She too. really did. She was... She kept asking them qu- um, good questions. Yeah, and she stopped them, like, when they were getting into, like, a cat she fight. She moved on. <laughs> when she wanted to move on, she didn't let them ramble on about it. Yeah, so when, when, when little girls see this... They might want to be the moderator for the 2020. um, Sorry, like I, dude, (laughs) for the for the 2020 um, election. Who knows? Um, Yeah, I also I was uh, on the bus with two two of uh, two little girls that um, are that I know. (laughs) Okay, okay, that sounds weird. (laughs) 
Um, so this lady has two children, and I was talking. They're like adorable. I was reading them a book. We were playing a guess- on the bus. Yeah, on the bus. Okay. And we were playing a guessing game, and um, I told them I'm a person. I have rights. I'm, I'm, um, I'm strong and I'm smart. And I said, "Who am I?" And they, 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 they first said like um, famous uh, male people, but they never really thought of any. Uh, Are you serious? Girls. Yeah. And then I told them, "I'm a girl." <laughs> like <laughs> that's that's like guess who I am. Said I have rights. I'm um, I'm strong. I'm smart. Who am I? Strong. That's yeah. What I, that's what threw them off. I bet. Sadly, um, but then I said I'm a girl, and they they felt. I, I think they felt empowered when I said that. How so? Body language. Uh, yeah, they were like, "Are you serious?" And I was like, "Yeah." Females are females strong. are strong too, and they're like these like adorable um, six year olds, and I think. That comment might have changed the way was they think. Was there mom listening? Yeah, there she was. She was there. Um, she listened, and she she was like laughing at that. Um, hopefully, but she, she understands. Yeah. Um, uh, what are you gonna say? Are you gonna introduce a track? Uh, no. Before we introduce the track, we're just gonna discuss two. Uh, I just I just wanted to say oh, okay. something. Uh, sorry, guys. Um, I think that's uh, like even now in high school, sexual harassment, street harassment is very much an issue. And play and oh um, yeah, definitely. Oh, I forgot to talk about the obstacles when we face. Go on. Um, it's okay. <laughs> we're doing this for the first time. Um, and I think the negative role of media on women are affecting their self esteem. And it's ridiculous how media has portrayed beauty as something weighted more than brains. Mm-hmm. During the presidential election, reproductive rights were made to be such an issue. Why, when, quite frankly, should old men just be sitting in a room talking about what a woman should do with her body? They should be talking about what they what they plan to do for the election, what they uh, plan to change in America, not about what I should do about my body and what kind of contraception I should be using. You get me? Exactly. Um, that's such a, a, a topic people feel strongly about, like, pro-life or pro-choice honestly uh the- leave it to the woman please <laughs> Hope, well yeah well that's what we want to achieve just basic reproductive rights just so we uh so i keep saying we oh my god <laughs> just so women uh, they can choose what to do with their body and something that was interesting is that a lot of people uh from the surveys we got People believe in equal rights for women, but they don't want to identify as feminists, which I think goes back to the whole idea of the of the of the whole idea that feminism is considered a dirty word. And I think there was someone who said, I, I believe in equal rights, but I don't consider myself a feminist because feminists are extreme. Which But like that's we mentioned earlier, yeah, there are really. so many <laughs> different kinds of feminists. Yeah, people identify differently. Um and for the person who said a uh, feminist is someone who acts feminine. <laughs> <laughs> There's so many wrong, things wrong with that statement. I'm so yeah, sorry. Yeah, it's not someone who acts uh, girly. It's, I think <laughs> you confuse it with feminine. Um, <laughs> Even then, Jay. Even then. Um, someone said, <laughs> this is funny. I think feminism means to have womenly acts or to act <laughs> or have female characteristics. What is he trying to say? Female characteristics. That's hilarious. Okay. But, um, yeah, hopefully... Uh, you guys have we, learned. Uh, something, like, something. Through this 23 minutes of endless talking. Um, 
So we're just let's just discuss one 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 um quote from these should we do uh this one? Yeah. Oh wait no. It's, uh... Okay. This is a quote by Emma Goldman. We're gonna leave you with this quote and a song. Just to think about it. Emma Gold- Old- Goldman was uh, an anarchist, feminist activist, speaker, and writer. She was born in Russia, um, in what is now Lithuania. I don't know. Lithuania. Yeah, there. She immigrated to New York City. She was sent to prison for working against the draft in World War One, and she was deported to Russia. She was like this revolutionary icon. Uh, she died in Canada. Um, and yeah, <laughs> um, she said this: "I demand the independence of woman, her right to support herself, to live for herself, to wh- whomever she pleases, or as many as she pleases. I demand freedom for both sexes, freedom of action, freedom in love, and freedom in motherhood." That was a quote by Emma Goldman, the great suffragist icon. Um, and hopefully you guys uh, enjoyed listening to our 30-minute talking about feminism. Hopefully you learned something. And the next radio show is not going to be about feminism. It's going to be something totally different. Just because, like I mentioned, I want to talk about different uh, concepts of the world. Perhaps we might be discussing... Um, you can be talking next show could be uh, whatever you guys want to talk about yeah so if if you have any idea you can definitely come talk to me or Aditi and she will let me know Um, we're going to leave you guys with another song my favorite song I've never been introduced to this band but Jay has definitely made me a strong believer (laughs) yeah I I love Bikini Kill I I think I've mentioned that like a hundred times we're going to leave you Okay, we're going to leave you with the last song called Rebel Rebel Girl. Girl. So I encourage you to check out uh, this band and listen to their lyrics. This is Rebel Girl by Bikini Kill. So raise up the volume and jump (laughs) up and down like a punk rocker. (laughs) Bye. Thank you for listening. Bye, guys.